Welcome to the John Clarence Gomez Show and here's your host John Clarence Gomez. Let's start again. Welcome to the John Clarence Gomez Show, KWN. Thank you. What is your experience about being a poetry and comedian? What is about that? Uh, 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 poet within a what? Poetry. Islam poetry, like... You know. Well, okay, well, poetry... Um, poetry has seen, in my experience, poetry... Uh, it's almost like music now. You know, there are many genres. Yes, there yes, is I, rock music, I, I there was is amazed music, when I, I was amazed when I watched your video in YouTube about poetry with music. With music and comedy. Yeah, I, I, start, I started off as a stand-up comic, and then I, uh, and then I had a friend who introduced me to poetry and spoken word, and then we kind of started to do both. And then my health was uh, lagging, and I ended up going to uh, more of the poetry spoken word because close to my house. That's it. And, you, and also, yes. Do you know? Do you know KWL? I have also a new poetry. The title of my poetry is An Open World. And I want to read it. Do you want to listen? Um, how about we at the end? It makes more sense for, for us to talk now and then we go at the end to listen. Then we can come up with a way of... Does it make sense? Yes, this my poetry, end, I'll, I'll, my poetry is, is, about, huh? is about diversity. This, is, this poetry is about my rejection of my old views. This oh, rejection of being okay. persist. Do you want to listen? Uh, okay, um, okay, I'm just going to put it forward now that what I read online was that you are the, what, what, the information, and you really should change that information if you don't want it to people to think that's what it is. Uh, you know, I mean, I mean, uh, does it make sense to you? Like, if you're no longer fascist, you should probably change that word online. Because if you leave it there, people are going to think that's the truth. You know, you, do you know what I mean? They, they assume that's true. Yes, the, I, I, that, that that, that, I, I changed my political beliefs today. And that's good, that's good. That's and, a very good first and step. I will very, read, and I will read a poetry about diversity. Do you want to listen to my poetry? Um, how long is it? Uh, th this is a short poet. Short poem. Okay, sure. But, okay, sure, but I, uh, sure, go on. An open world. An open world. The world today has been divided. Racism there, racism everywhere. There are many wars in the world. Many refugees want to go and live in a peaceful nation. But the president says they are not welcome. Racism is rising around the world. We immigrants and refugees have a right to move freely around the world. An open world will prevail. Love and justice. No borders, no racism. Our resistance will live forever. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, that sounds very much like anti-fascism, in fact. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting because, um, okay, uh, you asked me for my, oh, what was I thinking? 
Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just a bit more fascinated by you right now than you. You're more fascinated by me. You have a lot of information there. So, so on your 16th birthday, you made yourself the king of a micronation. That's very creative and uh, very uh, because entrepreneurial. Because at yeah. that time, my at that time my my view and my my view at that time because in that time I I love to read many conspiracy theories. Do you know Alex Jones in Powers? Ah uh, yes, that's not one you should read. At that time, at that time, in my 16 years old, I love, I really, really love to read that, that's, mm-hmm. that's website, and I see that. But when I became a 17 years old, I read that Infowars and many fake news websites are really, really fake and not really, because when you say about came about the race, there. Scientific racism is not science. It's a pseudo science. Yes, it's not. Many it's not. It's... many pastors believe that that if you are white, you cannot marry an Asian. If you are Asian, you cannot marry a white. But for me, that is bad because for me, interracial marriage is really really good. Yes, true. Uh, my... Fascism and racism, racism are interlinked, but they're starting to change. Uh, fascism. I actually cannot. I actually, my mind is so blank right now because I was ready to talk about poetry. But uh, fascism is the belief that some people, that some people are just better than others. Yes. And racism is the belief that some races are better than others. So there's some overlap. But uh, some fascists will marry a race that they consider equal or above their own, and will not marry races that they consider below theirs. That's a very, very, very simplistic explanation that I possibly might have got wrong because I'm not a. I'm not a philosophical, uh, I'm not a sorry, political scientist, but I think I got the gist of that kind of right, which is that fascists consider some people just naturally uh, better, and should, uh, and the others are, are can be treated badly and do not deserve rights. Does it does it make sense? If I if ever if I'm not wrong. In my, do you know KWL? In oh. in my country, in the Philippines, interracial marriage helps Filipino in poverty because many Filipina in my country, many women in my country, marriage are a foreigner. They are they are marriage, they are marrying white people and Japanese people, and today they are now live in out of poverty. Yeah. This is the reason why why I reject my view as a fascist and embrace liberalism and freedom and diversity. Do you know in Do you know in your country there are many Filipino? I know that in your country. Do you know John Cancio? Yes. Uh, good hang. Good hang. The good hang podcast. I, well. I, I know Orion. Orion. Uh, I I saw Orion because he was available on your your, your podcast. So I, I I messaged him and he uh, talked a bit about how uh, said that he, he he's a bit of a mentor figure to you. Got um, John Cancio. I, I do. I've met a, a couple of times, but I don't think he'll remember me because I our interactions were not very long. Um, is there anyone else you, you, you care to bring up? Maybe I would know. Hello? Uh, what is neon lights in Singapore? What is neon lights? You, you, when you're you, poverty, 
and comedy. What is neon lights? What is neon light? Neon lights. N E O N. Neon lights. Oh, neon lights. Neon lights is a festival. Festival. Comedy. Comedy and poetry. Excuse me. Po comedy and poetry festival. Comedy, poetry, mostly music. Mostly music, but they have a section for spoken word and they have a tent for for. It's a celebration of arts and performances. So there will be a punk rock musical in one tent, and then there will be spoken word tent, and then there will be music on a large stage. It really is more a celebration of music than anything else. But they make room for other genres of performances, uh, which is poetry, spoken word, uh, acting. Maybe someone might put up a, a whole play, for example, one year. So it's very, but the, the main focus has always been music, I think, for Neon Lights. I don't know whether it's shifted since then because I haven't been there for a while. Like I said, I've been, I've been a bit reclusive. But, but uh, let's go to the first question. Oh, do you want to talk about me or about you? Because I want to know, like, for example, how you came to be fascist, libertarian, uh, 16, and, whether, how, and how many of those beliefs do you still hold, you know, from, from one year? From one year you've disavowed your fascist roots, uh, you still consider yourself the king of a micronation, or, do you, or not? Because, because I find it very interesting, I really do find it interesting, I'm not, I'm not yeah. Hello? Today my, my micronation today I changed the political system of my micronation today from fascism to to libertarianism like your country Singapore because when I read Lee Kuan Yew book I want to copy Singapore economic style in my micronation and adapt diversity like in Norway in Nordic countries to adapt a social democratic micronation my, my condition okay. today is social democratic today, liberal. Alright, how many, how many people are in your micronation? Only in my house. Uh, Only in my house. That's everywhere. Everything gets to start somewhere, right? I, I must say I'm very relieved that you have at least this about the libertarian side of things. Because, I'm sorry, the fascist, the fascist side of things. Because, uh, Fascism has become a very, very uh, heated word these days. Uh, yes, many people, many people say that that if a if a people meets a fascist, they were scared because they believe that fascism is Holocaust. On the right. Yes, on the right. Many people are scared. Not only fascism, but also communism. Many pe many people are scared of communism and fascism. I reject fascism today and I reject communism because for me the, the two ideologies fascism and communism will make the world authoritarian and not democratic yes you believe in democracy yes I believe now I'm a advocate of direct democracy my 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 nation today has adopt like Switzerland direct democracy direct democratic my nation Um, okay, what made you decide to start your organization? I start my coordination in 2015. Be before I became a part, do you know the, the story of, of, of starting a coordination? I'm, I'm 15 years old, I'm 13 years old at that time in 2015, and I create an communist coordination. Because my first 
my first my explanation is a communist state. My first, I'm a communist and became fascist, and today I became a liberal today, centrist. Before I became a fascist, I'm a communist. Okay. The name of the the name of the communist that I built in 2015, the first that I built is Libertarian Libertarian Socialist Republic of Armenia from 2015 to 2018. In 2015, you were 13 years old. Yes, right? and I and and I really really love communism that at time because because we. Because when I see a book of Karl Marx and I love to read the with the manifest, the communist manifesto of Karl Marx at that time. Right. But um, in but in 2015, not 2015, but in 2018, I I read a book of Benito Mussolini, the Pasis Manifesto. And when I see the book of Pasis Manifesto, I really it I change my ideology from communism to fascism because when I read the Pasis Manifesto of Mussolini, I was I was very very happy because when I read the Pasis Manifesto in that time, Pasis Manifesto say that capitalism and communism are bad, and yeah. and I accept that ideology. Mussolini's book said what about the bad? When I read that book at that time, I I think that because in that book Mussolini said that democracy is bad, only a only a statist government, only a totalitarian government is good. But okay. but when I but today in 2019 in June 30 when I because my post because I I listen. I'm a number one fan of Nathan Artono. I really, really love Nathan Artono. I, I, I listen to his podcast, Good Hang. Do you know Good Hang? No. Good Hang podcast of Nathan Artono. When I listen to that podcast, I really, really inspired. That's the reason why I became liberal by, by a listening a liberal comedy podcast. So before that, you would consider yourself libertarian rather than liberal. Because for me, libertarian and liberalism are very, very similar. Because in libertarianism, there, the people has many freedom, freedom, freedom to move, no borders, no, yeah. no, no state. I, um, yeah, I think. Uh, so you started your own country and you were 13 and has gone through several regime changes. Yes, several as, as ideology changes. But today I want to say that I, I'm... That I, I I'm must say it's, it's... What? I start... I, I start my liberal view when I... when I listen to a podcast, a liberal comedy podcast, and reading many... many immigration books. Because I... When I watch a CNN video, CNN documentary about immigration, I was inspired that the immigrants have a right to move because the government has no right to deport them because there are many wars in the world. They want to move in many many countries. This is the reason when I watch that, 
So I change my mind. So I reject my my all views. I reject my fascist and nationalist view because fascism and nationalism makes the world poorer. I believe that only a libertarian capitalist economy can make the world richer. Like your country, Singapore. Singapore is a poor country in 1950s, but today a first world countries because of Lee Kuan Yew adopts a capitalist economy. I'm a, I'm a liberal centrist capitalist today. That's called liberal centrist capitalist yes. libertarian. Yeah. Yes, libertarian. Uh, the problem is that this word increasingly meaning different things to different people. Uh, so I don't know. I, maybe we should just talk about the stuff. I, 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 what, was your, what was your very first question to me? Was something about poetry? Poetry. I start. I start poetry in in 2019. That's that's year when I reject my when I reject my fascist view, and because poetry also helps me to reject my old views. Because do you know that poetry is really 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 beautiful. I I write my poetry is a most of my poetry is about democracy and love about the university like my poetry that i read okay do you feel like your country has democracy today but today is not because the philippines today was ruled by duterte and very i call him duterte a uh, really really fascist but he but he is not a fascist but i want to call them a semi-fascist semi-fascist government because he needs a lot of power and control. Yes. I, 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 I'm unfamiliar with the scene down there. I, I, I can't. I'm, 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 I'm willing to admit that I'm ignorant about, uh, about the, the political, about a lot, large swaths of the political scene in, in, in the Philippines. Yes. In my country, in my country today, many journalists has arrested and many poor people was killed by the police. Yes. That sounds. Those, those sounds like. Um, uh, results of of fascism, of, 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 Yeah, yeah, I see. I see. So, so basically, you want to talk today about poetry. Uh, yes, I. You, why why I don't want, you? Choose? I want to talk about you, about you. Yeah. 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 Why? Why, why, why do you choose me? I'm. A, it's a bit astonishing because there are a lot of uh, active poetry and 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 set up who are who are very who know are very uh could we tell you metal names that hop on the scene is like right now and I am not one of them because I'm in. Uh, my health has not been well. I've been kind of reclusive. I've been like staying at home a bit. So I'm, I'm very curious to know why you chose me. Because it's really hard to talk to famous poet. Do you know that it's it's really really hard? Because when you talk, because when you talk to them, you must go to an agency. Do you know agency talent agency before interview 
Oh, you No, but in Singapore, these, uh, there, there are people who are active in the scene. But this is Singapore, and uh, I, I, I can't think. I can, I can barely think of any of the agents. The agents are the ones who are writing prose, novels, or short stories. Uh, the poetry people tend not to have agents. They tend to go freelance. Uh, freelance. Freelance. Yeah, yeah. Now that I'm inviting you to, uh, are you, are you, are you, and you also want to talk about my company? Like, are you, are you trying to ask me how I separate the two or whether they're intertwined? Because I can tell you that my comedy and my poetry are, are very intertwined in a way. I do a lot of comic pieces, and there are some pieces that are just uh, sad. You know what I mean? What is your experience about creating a cook? Creating a uh, writing, creating and writing, inviting comedy and poetry. What is the experience of you for that? The difference, the difference is, is that, uh, what is the and this is just my personal experience. When it comes to comedy, there's an expectation that the audience be satisfied, that they have at least a few laughs, or if they don't laugh, they have a good time, or that they relate to you. With, with art, art there is there less of an expectation because it's more about personal expression. I would say, <coughs> now these rules are changing all the time, and we can see that nowadays in modern comedy where the, the, the top comedians are the ones who talk about their pain and they turn to make it funny and they express it and so on, and they manage to walk their fine line between expressing their pain and being artistic about it while at the meantime entertaining the audience. But in Singapore, we're still at the stage where comedy is mostly about impressing it's mostly about uh, gathering laughs as opposed to making people think. Uh, 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 not really making people think. Like, you know how laughter, just think, when you shape a joke, right? For me, laughter is a, laughter is a medicine for me. Because, because today, I have also a sick today because I have an allergy today and I have an allergy today and I have uh, hiccups. Do you know hiccups? Okay. Well, I okay. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. I was, I was just about to say that the comedy scene in Singapore seems to be about more about impressing. Impre and this, and this is my personal opinion. Impressing, impressing the audience. I watched a video of. Do you know Orion, a Filipino comedian in Singapore? Excuse me. Do you know Orion, the Filipino comedian? Yes, yes, Orion. Comedy Masala. I watch, I watch him in Comedy Masala, and and I really, really love, love to his comedy, to his jokes because really, really funny. He's a very talented person. Yes, very, very talented. He was a very talented person. Uh, before, before we continue, we, uh, John, you should know, okay, and I'm putting it out there, I'm not scolding you or anything, but you should know that prior to this interview, there were several times when I kept saying, I'm probably not the best subject, and I, I, I always said no a few times, and it didn't seem to register to you. Do you not get the message, or do you just really, 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 really want an interview and you just push for it? I'm not, I, I'm not gonna, like, uh, be angry either way, I'm just curious because that's not how things usually get done or, or, or they get done that way it usually ends up going badly 
And I would suspect that if you use that method and you use on me, which is just like denying that I'm saying no and just pushing on ahead, you will probably receive a lot of blowback. You know what I mean? Does any of that come true to you? Yes, because I know that you are not the right subject because you are the you, you are not famous. But but may show. But I watch your video in you in YouTube and I was amazed. So yeah, I, yeah, I know. Thank you. That you, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, that I. I yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the other the reason. Other part of me is actually not really chasing fame at all because I'm not sure I'm ready for it. So you have to be, you have to feel ready for it and be prepared for it. Otherwise, you end up, you know, doing like Amy Winehouse and going into self-destructive circles. So that's part of the reason why I retreated and I like I turned down a lot of uh, gigs and stuff and, and stayed home. My 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 health is really actually quite bad. It's a, I don't want to talk about it right now, but it prevents you from leaving the house a lot. But, but that's not that's all I meant. My my question was why, even though I kept saying no, why do you just keep saying pushing for a yes? Because I want to, I I want to, I want you to be my guest because my my episode of my podcast is really really small. I have no many guests, so I decided that. I want you to be my guest because I really love your your comedy and poetry in when I see your video in YouTube. Okay, thanks. Uh, like, what, what part of it do you like? The fact that it's funny or the fact that it's weird? Or, I mean, you know what I mean? My favorite of your comedy is is comedy with some, with music and yeah. poetry with music. I really, really love your, your dad. You cannot be an artist without heartbreak. Is that the one you share? Do you know KWL? I have, I am, uh, I have, I, I was born with autism. Do you know that? I was yes, I know, I know, I know that, I know that. I'm aware of that. That's why I'm giving you quite a lot of leeway. I'm not yelling at you. I, I, I promise you now, if you do this to someone who is uh, unsympathetic or unempathetic, they would yell at you. And I don't want that you'd have too many negative experiences. Asperger's can be hard, uh, but, when, but, when, but, but we weren't talking about facial expressions here. We were talking about straight up texts saying, I didn't say yes, I'm saying no. And you kept pushing, and I decided to give you a chance because. Uh, yes, thank you. You know, you're young, and, and, I, and I was genuinely fascinated by, by your ideas of microwave and the fact that you, honestly, if you had not, uh, if you had not at the last minute pulled out and said, I am not a fascist, I might not entertain the phone call because I don't really want to talk about the but knowing that you were able to change your mind, you have the facts and change your mind, all that was very promising, and that's why I, I said, okay, but uh, we've actually spent like, like almost half an hour now and we're barely talking about poetry which is what we're supposed to be talking about so that shows that do you know do you know how to run a podcast because it's not it's not just two people talking there needs to be a direction especially when the two people are strangers you know what i mean yes because when when you have a podcast you must talk to you must talk straight straight talk to the to your guests 
Yeah, and that, and you must do research on the on the interviewer, on the on the interview, on the on the subject. You must do some research, have some basic knowledge. You should you should probably get a willing subject. I was not a willing subject. I changed my mind very last minute. Because I know you you are not a famous. You're not a famous person, but. But I really love your comedy and poetry in YouTube. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I really appreciate that. Uh, I, I don't really look really too famous, famous right now. And, uh, close, I guess. What do you have like a list of questions for me, for example? Yes, yes. 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 What was the very first one that we ever did? Yes, my my first question for you. What is What is the country your favorite to visit? What is a country wants to favorite your visit? To visit a country, what is your favorite country to visit? My health is so bad that I have not left the country since 2012. So, for example, a lot of visiting ports and countries will have, will tell you, oh, London, they love London, London, all that, all that stuff, and I. Part of me is envious, and part of me is like, well, this is the health I want, the card I want, my health is not good, my doctor is not advising me to not travel, so I don't know, yeah, I've been in Singapore since 2012, when I went to Hong Kong for my uncle's retirement party, I think, because it was a big deal, because he was the head of the company for many, many, many years, and that kind of thing. But I, I, I really love the country. Before that, what was the first question? Your very first question, something about poetry. And, and, uh, and I, was, I, was, I, was, I was saying something about how poetry is almost like music, there are different genres, and then you, and then you interrupted me. Can you remember what the question was? Yes, let us, a, let us a question about poetry. What is your, what is, what is your favorite poetry ever? Type of poetry, you mean? Type of poetry. Islam poetry or... Islam poetry or... Epic poetry. Oh, I don't think of terms of poetry in terms of those categories. I think of them as either intellectual poetry, which is like it engages the brain. It's like very, very cerebral. It's all about what you think, right? I think about poetry that affects the heart. I think about poetry that affects both. I think about poetry that tells a story. It's called narrative poetry. I think about poetry that is descriptive. It's just describing this world that is so, or describing this person that is so vividly that you can almost imagine that person. Does um, this make sense to you? Yes. And then, and, then, and, then, and then there's experimental poetry where you experiment with the form. There's, uh, there's classic poetry where you have like Shakespeare's sonnets or, or Sestina, where you have like a, a very, very structured form which you have to adhere to in order to. And, there, and, then, and that poetry, the, the classical poetry, where they, the, the, there's meter and there's rhyme and rhythm is very, very, uh, it's very, very, uh, Formal and then, and then the fun is when you manage to manage to express something uh, not not despite the limitations, but by by the limitations kind of enhance the poetry. You don't you don't use your sonnets, right? 
Excuse me, Excuse me, I like I like surreal poetry, poetry, which isn't quite real. Really, isn't quite day to day life. That talks about that, like, kind of references the subject in a real world world, but actually talks about. Uh, something else, like for example, if I talk about depression, I can instead of writing, I'm this a poem about depression. I would write uh, about a woman who keeps falling into holes. When you fall into another hole, that she's moving her life, she keeps changing everything. But because she doesn't treat the depression, she keeps falling into a hole and another hole into another hole. So that's uh, that's surreal poetry or not straightforward poetry. I like narrative poetry. I like uh, yes, narrative poetry. I really really love. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, so, 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 lines. Uh, uh that I don't like so much. So much I, 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 I rather not say because because, because uh, Singapore is so small that people will think I'm referring directly to them. but I, I have my taste, and I know, I know for a fact people don't. There are some people who just can't stand my poetry. Um, because for whatever reasons, because we all have different tastes, art is meant to be subjective. and uh. A poetry I like, I would say I would like poetry that makes me see or think the world in a different way, or makes me challenge my own view. And 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 I might not like it first. I actually hate something at first, and then later I go, wait a minute, it's because it caused me to challenge my own view on what something was, and I should sit with it and examine it again. And then maybe I go to love it, and maybe I go, you know what? Yeah, I challenged it, but I. I I my my belief I I still believe in this belief in this belief I still hold strong to it and it's but it was worthwhile being it was worthwhile being challenged it's a the beauty of it and I I think the problem a lot a lot of problem is that people don't like their beliefs being challenged um, and that's where the problem comes in you know when when people when you challenge a belief and people feel personally attacked and I understand that I can understand the feeling when you when you define yourself by your beliefs. Like you define yourself as say, I I can't I can't think of one example. You define yourself as as a man, right? And then someone comes in and says, "Oh, this is what a man should be." And then someone comes in and says, "Oh, a man doesn't necessarily have to be that. A man can be certain other things." And then they can start quarreling like crazy, and I'm like. That's not what the art, art is supposed about. The art is supposed to be that you can be a man in this way, and you can be a man in another way, or you can be a human in this way, or you can be a human in another way. Same goes for women as well, of course. But I, I, I chose to be like someone because I thought it might be less um, controversial. Does that make sense? Does any of that make sense to you? Yes. Okay. Do you, uh, do you? I mean, because if you don't, if it doesn't, it may not be you. It may be me. Maybe it may be me not explaining it perfectly because I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not having a lot of sleep right now. Um, so I'm, I'm more than happy to explain it again if, if I try to clarify it. If, if you don't quite get it, you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, my my second question: What is your favorite comedian in Hollywood? Oh. oh. That's a tough, That's a tough one. one. Do comedians mean stand-up stand or can it be a comedy actor? Comedian actor. Comedian actor, so not a stand-up comic. Stand-up comic? For me, my favorite, my favorite <laughs> stand-up comedian in Hollywood is Fred Armisen. It's my favorite. Say that again? My favorite comedian in Hollywood is Fred Armisen. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I know him. I'm familiar with him. Yeah. Portlandia. 
Yeah, I, mean, well, I, I have not watched for that year, but I saw him in an ad before he was... SNL, Saturday Night Live. Yeah. yeah. How do you manage to get all these uh, programs? Uh, oh, never mind. I should, maybe I should not. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad they're able to expand all these... Watch all these... Uh, all these... Uh, really just left indie weird comedy because, you know, needs to be supported. Mainstream comedy can be, I mean, mainstream comedy exists for a reason, but, 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 um, it's not really my cup of tea, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. For me, my, for me, my favorite stand-up comedian ever is Sava Sil, Sava Silberman is my favorite stand-up comedian. Silverman is my favorite stand-up comedian ever because because when I watch his video about about Jesus he's, he's really really funny about his video about Jesus he, do you know his video Sarah Silverman meets Jesus Christ Sarah Silverman what? Sarah Silverman meets he met Jesus Christ no, no. The, the title of the film is Jesus is Magic. <laughs> I, I watched that movie of Sarah Silverman and it's very funny. So you like so comedy you like sketches? Comedy. Yes, I really, really love comedy sketches. I really, really love comedy. I would, I would say, say my favorite comedian, comedian uh, uh, even though I don't, I don't. Here's the thing I found out about uh, my relationship with the arts. I, and I work. I just. I, 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 I probably the strongest technically with prose. You know what prose is, right? Prose would be short stories, novels, um, even newspaper genre. Basically, not poetry written like standard, like you know, text prose. Um, I found out that I, I, unlike my other friends, I don't always. Uh, Go crazy, go crazy for a particular. Can you hear me? Yes. I don't always I don't go crazy for a particular comic or particular trend or whatever because I'm not I'm as not interested in um, the art form and in the specific art form than in what the art form can tell us about human nature. Does that make sense? Yes. So, like, so for example, uh, I like music, but I'm not I'm a crazy music pop fanatic, but there are songs that will put me to tears. I'm not, uh, I wouldn't I say, say, I. Mean, there's been a lot of standout specials on Netflix and a lot of standout comics since I watched it. In fact, I think, I think a friend of mine was one of them. And I just, uh, well, partly it was depression. I was heavily depressed at the point in time because my health was so bad. And I couldn't bring myself to, want to sit through it. Um, but I realized it was because, um, I don't know. I don't know. I I, I, I found myself retreating into, into of all things children's books because I was borrowing books from my nephew, and I I borrowed some interesting looking books that you know maybe maybe I would read them in the future. And I found what was the question again? The question was what's my favorite? Maybe you borrowed me. I forgot to tell you, my brother is ADD, so there's a fifty percent chance I have it too. Hello. The question I. I, I said to you, what is what is your favorite comedian in Hollywood? Okay, if I had to choose one, if I had to choose one right now, it would be Whoopi Goldberg. Do you know who she is? Uh, Sister Act? Ghost? Sister Act? Yeah. 
I think my I think mine will be Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. Sister Act. Yes. Whoopi Goldberg. And it's possibly possibly because I play the choir scene for my nephew on YouTube, and it's his favorite thing ever. So right now I see Whoopi Goldberg smiles, and I'm happy. So that's probably why she's my favorite comedian as of now. But when you think about it. Sister Act was actually written for a white actress, a white woman. Yes, white nuns, but Whoopi Goldberg is the only black nun in that woman. Movie. She's a woman. Black woman in that. Basically, in, in the, the movie, the movie is about how uh, she plays a character named Loris, Loris Van Cartier. Delores, Delores Van Cartier. Van Cartier. It's a stage name. But Whoopi Goldberg is is also famous with with this TV show. Do you know The View? Yes, she's famous in The View. I am not familiar with The View. I'm not familiar with The View at all. I am The View. I have not seen an episode of her The View. It's uh, I've maybe seen half a YouTube clip. The View, you know, I haven't been watching it. But Sister is interesting because do you know the term the magical Negro? The magical hero. What is yeah, the term? Yeah. What is the term of that? The term, the term okay, arises from when Hollywood made movies where, where white people white had people their problems, problems, and then a black person would come in and magically teach them lesson and just go away and not get anything and not really be a human or have problems or have a life or or not take anything away. So it was a very unbalanced relationship. Does it make sense? It, it dehumanized the, the black character and, and made the white character the center of everything. This is the last question. Before, because we have this is the last question because we we do not have a time. Okay. My last question, my last, my last question is: What is your favorite food in Singapore? Favorite restaurant in Singapore or fada in Singapore? What is your favorite? Probably all airport food center. Uh, but before uh, but I before finish, I can finish, I just can say, I just that, say uh, that the reason uh, why I like Whoopi like Goldberg is because she was able to have a movie yes, that was yes, a you can say. Huh? huh? Yes, you can say. Yeah, Whoopi yeah, Goldberg and Certain Sister Act, which changed the image of nuns and changed the idea for what roles were available for black women. And it changed the idea of the magical Negro because she has a story arc, she has redemption, she doesn't just save people in the movie, she's an actual character with actual flaws, and she, and so as a comic actress, watching that, and watching her bring all that charisma to that role, when I rewatched it right now, recently, was, made me remember how, how, what a, what a, charismatic performer she is, and that's the reason why I want to think, at the moment, go be Obi Goldberg, yes. As for food, as for food, I don't really love food, but all all that food center is all that food center is very good. Yeah, yeah. Is there any other poetry you want to read? The poetry just that you read is that like an anthem for your for your nation. This is my last. This is my last poetry that we read before before we end. While I'm while I'm still while I'm still living, please, please, please let me know that you really love me. 
whenever I remember you, I'm wondering and I'm praying that you would free my broken heart and while I was still alive, I will love you. You will fulfill your promise that is the quarrel between the two of us would have vanished. Whenever you love me, I am happy and my heart is always happy and I ask for our love is immortal and while and while I was still alive our love would never have disappeared okay do you know what showing and telling means in poetry? I I only write poetry but but I don't narrate poetry. I'm I'm only a poetry writer. Yeah, yeah, I I I myself feel that I'm a better poetry and comedy writer than I am a performer. But even as a piece that piece that both pieces that you read have a lot more telling than showing, and it's actually a good idea to mix up both. Telling is something like the sun is hot. Showing is something like she could feel the sweats of perspiration dripping down her face as she cycled up the hill. Does that make this? Do you understand the difference? Yes. Yeah. I think if you want to pursue poetry, you would need to learn to show more and tell less, and not not show all the time, but learn to strike a balance. Because right now you're telling, you're just telling and telling and telling. And when people are told, they tend to lose interest because it's like, oh yeah, already hearing the facts. You have to walk the fine balance between capturing the attention without boring them. Because telling, too much telling because boring, and too much showing uh, makes them lose the attention. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Are you, are you going to edit this interview or are you going to like air it as it is? What? Are you going to edit this into this podcast? Are you going to air it as it is? Yes, I will air it on on iTunes. Uh, as it is, or will you be editing it beforehand? Yes, edit before publish. Oh, well, what are you going to edit? Like uh, twenty minutes more stuff. Yes, all. Yes, all all our interview from start to the end. I think it requires, think it requires a little, only a little, little bit of addition. I think you should leave most of it in. How long are you looking at? 40 minutes run time? What? How long are you looking at? 40 minutes run time? Yes, we are 40 minutes now. So, so KWL, thank you for guesting my show. Sure. Thank uh, you. I just uh, want yes. you to know uh, you, the, the, the approach you took might not work for other people, and you should be listen and and, and and to them. I'm sure you tried, but it, it might not work for other people, and it might backfire badly on you. And I don't want you to get hurt by that. And also, uh, when other people say no to you in real life, you should really try and listen. Sometimes they have very good reasons for saying no. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. But you're 18, but you're 18, right? 18 right? Yes, next year. 18 next year. Oh, I thought you were 18 this year. Well, uh, good luck learning, good luck learning and uh, I'm, glad you, I'm really glad you know the actions. I really am. Yes, thank you for guesting my show. Thank you. Thank you and good luck with your country, running your country, your micro Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.
tune in next month for new episode of John Clarence Gomez Show in iTunes and Spotify.